What you got? Let me, re- let me I'm going to say that one more time. <laughs> what you got for? <laughs> say that one more time. <laughs> what you got for? <laughs> I'm tired again. What you got for? <laughs> what you got for? Wizzy Frizzles. You, know, you can... are welcome to use all those fuck-ups. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and I hope you do. <laughs> That'll be the intro for the episode. <laughs> Please. That would be amazing. This is a mistake. Wizzy, what do you do um, most days? Well, I'm a photographer. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm a semi-professional fly fisherman. Um... That's that part's not true. That's self-proclaimed. <laughs> I'm a photographer, <laughs> and I'm part owner of Mom's Basement. Mm-hmm. It's a bar in Birmingham. It's cool. It's, cool. Cool. it's one of my faves. How does one become a photographer? Where did your journey in this career start? I have family over, uh, across the country, and so we traveled a lot. Like. Once every two or three years, we would drive out to Oklahoma because my family out there, this is my dad's sister and all of their kids, they were ranchers, so they had cattle, and us being good Americans, we ate a lot of damn beef, (laughs) and so we would go out there, uh, spend a week hanging with fam, and then part of the reason we would go, we would take half a cow home with us, so we would have meat for like a year. Yeah. Um, for our family, um, and we got it damn near free because they were my uncle's right. cows. So, on these trips, I would. My dad sort of was a photographer guy. Um, never did it as a living, but he enjoyed it. And I would often just take his camera away, and I would shoot the family photos. It's probably not best work. Uh, no, it was so uh, in high school. Uh, I started getting, or junior high, I got into skateboarding and stuff. And then by high school, I got into art and whatnot and decided to put a little more effort into it. And I took some classes at UAB when I was in high school. Oh, wow. They let you do that? They used to have this uh, thing called UAB Special Studies. It was for people, for old people, and uh, for anyone, really. And they don't do it anymore, unfortunately. But uh, that's where I started. Nice. Did you continue educate your education at UAB afterwards? I started at UAB as a theater major. Oh, wow. True story. <laughs> did you do theater in high school? I did. Are there pictures? <laughs> or I was also in videos? a play in elementary school. Oh. The Nutcracker. I was a, a, a nutcracker. You were the I, nut. Oh. Yeah, I was a nut. <laughs> I'm a nut. <laughs> Guilty as charged. So, yeah. Uh, I was in the Nutcracker in fifth grade, and then I wasn't in a play again until my senior year of high school. Oh. Um, this is cool, though. I was in a, a really bad little play that was uh, that we performed at this competition that uh, used to have it may still happen here called Trumbauer, and there were only two people in the play I was in. It was me and this other kid, and Andre Holland uh, and I are about the same age. Um, he's in Moonlight. If, mm-hmm. if you ever seen Moonlight, he's one of the characters there. 
He was in Trumbauer the same year I was in Trumbauer. I didn't oh. know him then. Yeah. And I've only met him once or twice now. But uh, I'd like to think... That could be you. It could have been me. <laughs> Had you just kept going that path. Yeah, but I didn't. And I wasn't good either. Oh. Um, <laughs> not at serious roles. Gotcha. <laughs> I can be funny, though. <laughs> Wizzy Frizzles. <laughs> so you were in one play. In high school. And then you decided <laughs> to go to college for it? I decided, uh, well, I had no idea what else I was going to do. So I was like, fuck it. I'll just do theater. This is, I like this. It's fun. Yeah. And then my first semester of college, I didn't even take a theater class. I just said, I don't no. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go back to photography because I really like it. And that's what I did. And then I went to UAB for a year and then I transferred to Birmingham Southern College. Birmingham Southern College. After college? I became a Red Bull guy. Oh. oh. You handed them out? I uh, drove that dumb car around. That was the first job I found out with a shockingly uh, with a degree in photography in Birmingham. Uh, not a lot of work. Um, and uh, I don't even know how I got that job, but I did. And this was a time as I'm old, no one in this state had ever heard of Red Bull. So when we drove that car around, people looked at us like we were aliens and we had yeah. just landed. So it was fun. I got fired from that job. Why? Oh, what do you do? <laughs> uh, well, do we rarely ever actually worked. Um. What we did instead, um, you know, being the very first and only team of Red Bull samplers in the state of Alabama, mm -hmm. we controlled the whole state. So they would send us on trips like, uh, hey, we need the two of y'all to go down to Auburn for three days over the weekend. <laughs> okay great because um, you know i was right out of college so right. i yeah. still had friends from high school who were in college yeah. at auburn uh -huh. and so yeah we would go down there and Just park party. the red bull car <laughs> and party with our friends all weekend and then on the way home give all of our friends a bunch <laughs> of red bull and say peace and then uh yeah eventually too much of that got me fired hmm. man whatever yeah. What could have been, you know? I know. I could... Own Red Bull. I could be dead now. Oh, yes. Because <laughs> um, not long after that, I had a kidney stone, and I'm pretty sure it came from Red the Bull. fact that when I was thirsty, I just drank Red Bull instead of anything else. Mm, so I drank a yeah. ton of Red Bull in that year. Like, just, like way too much for a human. Yeah. For one year. How do you feel about it now? Eh, whatever. It's fine. I rarely ever drink it. Actually, I never drink it. <laughs> Just with like vodka and stuff. I'll drink it if someone's like if I'm doing a spring break shot. Oh yeah, mm -hmm. that makes sense. That's about the only time I ever drink it. Yeah. My boss, she was she was great. <laughs> <laughs> hey Michelle, if you're listening, love you. <laughs> Thanks for firing me. <laughs> she did. Uh, she did tell me when she fired me, I had to turn. I had to return all my. She fired me over the phone after a shift. That started at 2 a.m. Jeez. Oh. I'm um, like, well, isn't that convenient? You couldn't find someone else to work that mm. shift. Yeah. So I, and then anyway, I got fired over the phone afterward. She uh, 
She was like, you need to mail all of your Red Bull swag to back. We, we worked out of a storage unit in Irondale. <laughs> that was our office. Wow. Um, so if, and it wasn't climate controlled. So in the winter, it was Jeez. freezing. In the summer, it was crazy hot. She's like, you need to mail all your stuff back to the storage unit. I was like, I'm not doing that. I'm not spending money to give you your stuff back. Uh, I know where you live. I'll just bring it and drop it off at your house, or I'll drop it off at the storage unit. And she she <laughs> very robotically said, do not come to the storage unit. Weird. I'm like, uh, what if I want to rent a storage unit there? And she's like, I am warning you, do not come to the storage unit. And I was like, but what if I what if I have a storage unit there? And then she said, do not come to the storage unit. And I said, how did you know my real name? So since I knew where she lived, I put it all in a box and drove over to her house and knocked on her her door. And she opened the door and all that shit was just sitting there. And uh, I sat in my car and just like flicked her off. (laughs) It was a great day. What happened after Red Bull fired you? Oh, God. Where do I... I became a teacher. Oh, yeah. Oh. How did that go? I used to be a, a teacher at a Montessori school. <laughs> uh, it was awesome. For the first half of the day, I was an assistant teacher in a three- to five-year-old class, mm-hmm. which was so fucking fun. And the second half of the day, I taught art first through eighth grade. And it's weird when you see your former students come into your bar. <laughs> yeah. Sure. <laughs> it happened to me Friday night, actually. Really? Yes, I was there, and this kid came in. I was like, hey, what's your name? And he told me, and I was like, I used to be your art teacher. And he goes, what? No way. Oh, yeah, you look. F-. And then, you know. That, that, yeah. And then he said, Mr. Frizzles, what's up? <laughs> I said, you don't have to call me that anymore. You can call me Wizzy. <laughs> We're peers. Yeah. That's right. You're, You're an adult bar. now. You have a mustache. <laughs> you can drink beer legally. He wasn't. He was drinking uh, Tito's and soda. Oh. oh. I don't know you super well, but Bro, I... Why would you say that? <laughs> <laughs> because I don't. I know you pretty well, but I don't know you super well. I wouldn't think... We're like next door neighbors almost. Almost. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> but I wouldn't look at you... Not just look at you <laughs> from knowing you. I would never Please look edit at it you. right there. I wouldn't is, look at you. This is going Why downhill fast. Do I think that? it's going great. <laughs> knowing you, I wouldn't think that you used to be a teacher. Yeah, yeah. or that, that or would, that I was a Red Bull guy. That Same. one's a little bit more or, believable. Or that I used to be an apprentice in a, for a carpenter. I could believe that. I would. That was true. That one yeah. the most. Um, you seem like a. a that handy was a weird guy. job. Um, Let's hear about it. What else? You solve all your fingers. Yeah. Oddly enough, though, the guy I worked for didn't um, (laughs) cut my finger off when I was five. What? So wait. Hang on. Seriously. Oh, we need to go through that story. (laughs) He cut your finger off when you were five, and you were working for him then, or you worked for him later? Do you think I was a (laughs) carpenter's apprentice at five? Why did he cut your finger off at five? Because he was my brother. Oh. And we were leaving leaving to go somewhere. And uh, the house we lived in at the time, in the fucking CPT, the center point, center point town, uh, we had a carport. And our, like my mom's cutlass or whatever the hell she drove back Mm -hmm. then was parked in the driveway. And my, I was standing in the carport on the little two stairs 
with my hand like this. Mm-hmm. And then he, my, I think we were going to the mall or something. And my mom was yelling at him like, Mark, hurry up. I have two brothers named Mark also. Uh, huh. What? <laughs> <laughs> um, Interesting. And so. Do they go, both go by Mark? They do. Are you the only um, Wes? Uh, well, my dad Wizzy? was Wesley. Uh-huh. Or Wesley. <laughs> um, Charles, actually. Charles. The, I'm Charles. Yeah. My dad was Wizzy. Chilly. Bernard Fraser. Oh. I'm Chili Wizzy. Charles Wizzy Frizzles. <laughs> Chili Wizzy. <laughs> um, so my brother comes running out of the house and he just like pulled the door to and didn't oh. know I was standing there. And I was on the uh, the jam side or whatever. Yeah. And it just went. Oh. And uh, he was like, weird, the door didn't shut. And so he pulled Mm-mm. it to again because he didn't know. He didn't see me standing there. And I just start screaming. And actually, I had uh, he had a barbecue Sunday, and I was over there, and we retold the story um, <laughs> twice in a few days. Which one um, do you think was better, that story or this story? Probably this one. Good. And I started screaming. And this part I did not know, though. So they had to unlock the door to open <laughs> it to get my finger out. And there's, it, you can see the scar. There's this tiny little bridge of skin where my fingertip was dangling by that skin. <clears throat> My mom drove me to a, a clinic. They're like, our surgeon is out of town, and we couldn't do the surgery anyway. You're going to have to go to here. And they couldn't see me until the next day. I don't remember this part of it. Yeah. So apparently I had to – she wrapped it. My mom's a nurse, so she wrapped it and, like, put it on ice or something. And I had to sleep that night. I prob- I'm imagining I didn't sleep because I was five and that yeah. probably hurt like hell. I'm sure. It's probably why you don't um, remember it. You suppressed it. Exactly. And so I had surgery the next day and they reattached it. And, you know, huh. I've got full feeling in it. It looks Ow. weird. Like, you can see. Like, it see the difference? It looks a little weird. See the difference? But yeah. what do you mean a little weird? It's, <laughs> it's not <laughs> way weird. It's not a huge difference. Fingers aren't supposed to look like Never that. noticed. No, fingers kind of curve sometimes. Sometimes Yeah, that's not curved. Weird. That's just... Bro, that thing got cut. <laughs> oh. Yeah. <laughs> Almost hanging by it. It did. It was, it was literally thing. dangling. Yeah. Ouch. Yeah. And right after that, when I was 14, I got chicken pox. Right after that. Right after. Just nine years wow. later. <laughs> just one thing after the other <laughs> every nine years. And then, and then three years after that, I had uh, ha- I had an emergency appendectomy my senior year of high school. Oh, Wait, that, 14's pretty old for yeah, chicken, chicken pox. pox. Yeah. <laughs> you know why? Because you have way more body to cover, and it sucks. Yeah, I got yeah. chicken pox when I was like seven. Yeah, most people do. No, younger. I mean, prior to appendectomy, here's some good shit. Mm. Juicy. Juicy. So one night, you know, I grew up in Pinson, Pinson, Pinson. All over the place. Okay. So first through 12th grade, I lived in Pinson. Okay. Up until then, I lived in Center Point. Not a lot to do in Pinson, especially uh. back then. Didn't have, I, I'd just gotten the internet. This was 85. I was, my senior year of high school in 1985. <laughs> um, that's not true. <laughs> But in 1996, my mm-hmm. senior year of high, beginning of my senior year of high school, some friends of mine and I, we were bored out of our minds, and we were driving around, and one of the guys suggested we go play mailbox baseball. And I was like, hell yeah, that sounds great. Uh, well, he played it a different way. Have you all ever played mailbox mm-hmm. baseball? Mm-hmm. So no. normally you hang out of the window, and you hit it as you drive by. Mm-hmm. He didn't play that way. 
He played, you pull up to the mailbox, you stop, you get out of the car. What? You leave the mailbox on its post, you just beat it flat. What? Oh, jeez. So you can the mailman can still technically use it because he can slip an envelope in it because yeah. it's just beaten flat. <laughs> well, I'd never heard of this method, but I was like, fuck it. Uh, his car had a sunroof, and we're leaving this neighborhood. And we're like almost a Blount County. And uh, we had beaten, I don't know, five mailboxes at this point. And we're leaving the neighborhood, and it's a huge downhill leaving the neighborhood. And as you're exiting the neighborhood before you hit the main highway... There's a sign announcing like things going on in the neighborhood. Like, hey, we're having a neighborhood wide yard sale or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the front of it's glass. And so oh I was going to throw a rock <laughs> hanging out of his sunroof <laughs> through this glass. <laughs> I wish I had started this with when I was in eighth grade, but nope, I was in 12th grade. And uh, all of a sudden, the car there's a car behind us, and they start flashing their bright lights. And we're like, oh, shit. So luckily, I didn't throw that rock. Uh, so we... Uh, I lowered down, he took a left, and we headed back towards civilization, civilization, and we were going real fast, and that car was right on our ass, and we're like, dude, we are caught, let's just pull over and be done with it. Well, we pull over, obviously it's nighttime, and we see this guy get out of the car, and he's walking toward the car. And I'm like, hey, this is our perfect opportunity to really get away. He's yeah. out of his car. We're still in ours. Right. Take the fuck off. Like, yeah. floor it. Let's get the shit out of here. And so he floors it. And then we hear this sound, like this thing hitting the car. And we're like, he's throwing shit at us. <laughs> and we're like, that's fucking weird. And so we just haul an ass. Well, he's right on our ass again, almost immediately. And there's this gas station up on the left with pumps parallel to the road. So we pull off because I'm like... We're not getting away. What if he's a cop? Like, let's just, let's call it a night. Mm-hmm. You know, we're alive, whatever. And then he gets, he positions us to where he blocks us in. I was like, I don't like this. And the guy driving was like, I don't either. So we figure out a way out and we take off again. This time, when we hear those same sounds hitting the car, we see what it is, and it's a gun. He had been, he is shooting at us. Oh what? My God. And he had shot the car four times. And so those two Jeez. sounds we heard earlier were bullets hitting the car. Dang. Um, and we're like, this dude is insane. Like, all we did was bash his mailbox, and he's trying to kill us. Yeah. Um, my buddy is in the back seat. I'm in the front passenger seat. The guy in the backseat is bawling, crying. <laughs> I'm just ducked down, and I'm just like, this is insane. And we, I mean, I looked over at the speedometer at one point, and we were going like 160 uh, down this highway. We were in an Acura. I remember getting to the main intersection in Pinson where, if any of you are from Pinson, you'll know this intersection. It's where uh, Food Giant and Hardee's and McDonald's are, and the light was red, and I was like, fucking turn flash your lights lay on your horn we're running this light yeah and so we ran through it took a left ran like ran every light in front of us like passing people in the median and stuff um and pulled into a f- uh, one of my best friends um at the time we pulled into his driveway and uh before the car even stopped like i was out of it and running in the house and like his parents were out of town and i'm just like Help, help, there's someone shooting at us and following us. And he, his first response was, why the fuck did you come here? That's <laughs> true. We got away that night. Monday at school, this was Friday night. 
Monday at school, the three of us get called to the office. <laughs> and I'm like, how on earth did anyone know that the three of us were in a car together on Friday night? Yeah. Somehow someone did. And uh, we got uh, in some serious shit for that. And we had to, uh, they all agreed to not press charges as long as we came out to their houses, apologized to their face. And put up a new mailbox for them, which we all but had to pay for. someone was shooting at you. Yeah. But we were too dumb to realize. Like, my thoughts were, we're 18. Yeah. You can go fucking, with, fucking with mailboxes we're is a trouble. federal yeah. offense. Let's just, if they don't press charges, we won't press charges. Yeah. Even though oh. this crazy asshole is trying to shoot us. Cool. He, when we got to their house to rebuild their mailbox, he came to the door with a gun. Uh-uh. And just held it in our face. His wife stayed outside with us the whole time and just she was so nice to us and just talked our ears off it was almost like it was real weird like we all left that feeling real fucked up because it was like uh it's almost like she was begging for our help because yeah. she was in a she, fucked up situation i was about to say i feel I mean, like she's in an abusive dude marriage or something legit tried to kill us for bashing his mailbox right what does he That's do to his wife reaction. exactly um uh. one of the other people's mailbox we had to replace um, ended up being uh, a teacher at my elementary school. <laughs> um, and I was like, oh, shit, I remember you. Sorry. <laughs> I didn't have you, though, so maybe you don't remember me. Yeah. Uh, senior year, we did a, they did an awards day for seniors. And it took place in our cafeteria. And uh, they always give out a few gag gifts and... Uh, in front of the entire senior senior class and all the senior teachers, um, I was given a mailbox because <laughs> everybody heard about it. <laughs> did it have bullet holes in it? It did not. It was brand new. It was still in the box. Unfortunate. Well, so that's nice. It. You got I it. sold it in a yard sale like 10 years after that. Cause How I used to, I don't remember, like five bucks or something. But for almost getting killed and losing money replacing all this shit, yeah. I got $5. Seems like and this story, <laughs> fair trade. <laughs> Yay! I want to know a little bit about how you decided to open a bar. So, uh, it goes like this: um, my senior year of high school. Um, I'm just We're back I there. Say, <laughs> I mean, it's kind of sorry. Full sorry, circle. <laughs> thought, it, thought this was a different story. So um, I started college well, as a theater major. One too. <laughs> no, I ran into one of my partners uh at a place and he was talking about opening this bar and then we just sort of started brainstorming and one thing led to another um and then at the time i didn't realize he was serious and then ran into another friend who's now one of my also partners and he was like i'm opening a bar and i'm like hell yeah and then i was like i want to be a part of that and he was like Okay. <laughs> well, he texted the other two, and uh, <laughs> they said, "Yeah." So there's four of us, and that's mm-hmm. how uh, that's how it started. Nice. That's how it came about. It's been a uh, been a wild two years, two yeah. and a half years now. I think we've been open officially for a year. I think the idea has been around for probably a little over a year prior to us being mm-hmm. open. So feels like it's been like eight years. How how has that been? It's been fun. Yeah, it's been way different than I ex- 
thought it would be. Seems like owning a bar would be a huge undertaking. It is. It's way more daunting than I ever thought it would be. Yeah. But it's been a learning experience for sure. It's been fun. What type (laughs) of photography you do? What type do you enjoy doing? You ever heard of HDR? That's what I do. Oh, okay. Cool. I'm just an HDR guy. (laughs) You need HDR? Call me. Just call me. That's a high definition resolution. That's all I do, bro. (laughs) You want your shit to look like nothing? I got you. Just call me. Just kidding. I specialize in... Mm -hmm. Editorial and commercial work. Nice. Was that kind of a goal from the beginning, or did you kind of meander? Is maybe not the no, best. No, because I went to a liberal arts college where I learned how to make art. Um, mm-hmm. I learned nothing about the business side. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What I do know, I learned from assisting people while I was in college, and just. Trial and fucking error, bro. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I love these smiles. I wish this was being video recorded. Me too. So that so that every time I did it, you you know, in Home Alone, when uh when he smiles and he goes ding, like every time I smiled, there would be a ding. You just need a gold too. Let me see if I can find a ding sound. I bet I can. I can just put one in. Nope. Okay. I'll find one. <laughs> yeah, did you grow up with a... <laughs> That's a pretty good one. <laughs> Wait, you ready? <laughs> that was amazing. That was perfect. <laughs> Here we go. better cool uh, i found that <laughs> by googling <laughs> bling sound effect okay bling, bling. Wizzy frizzles <laughs> what is uh one of your favorite projects you've ever done oh my god if you don't say the law show <laughs> that wasn't a project you're out. <laughs> that wasn't a project you're right and that, that shouldn't was, nowhere be near was, on the list of anything <laughs> wait what's the loft show <laughs> so um, you. that's the correct answer the biggest <laughs> or wait what was the question what's your favorite project uh favorite projects um i did a, uh, a job for the what was it called alabama gulf seafood something or another mm-hmm. i don't remember the exact client but that was a lot of damn fun i basically spent a week on the gulf coast uh, going out with shrimpers and crabbers and oyster guys oh. and stuff like that. It's a lot of fun. It actually was sort of the launch pad for my career too. That's really cool. That's sort of the turning point, that yeah. job. I think that's, especially in the editorial world, is what fascinates me the most, especially from like a photographer. You kind of get to experience what they're experiencing for whatever time you're there sure what are i guess maybe obviously that but what are some of your favorite experiences that you have done with a client what other journeys have you followed along with um a really rad job i did uh was for bon appetit magazine i went on a southwest desert road trip Mm. for them and so the writer had already done this trip 
And then we went to all the places that I believe it was a he went. And so they flew myself and my assistant out to Austin and we hung out in Austin for like three days. And then there we got a rental car and drove to Marfa, Texas for two days and then to Albuquerque and then Santa Fe. That was a really, really fun and rewarding job. Yeah, it was a lot of of fun. That's awesome. That's cool. Uh, Kevin Bacon got mad at me on that trip. Tell us about that. What did you do? We were in Marfa and, uh, the night before we were leaving Marfa, we were at this little bar called the, uh, what is it called? The White Horse or some, something like that. Or I, It's one of the few bars in Marfa. Um, and all these people were in there that were crew from a TV show that he films there called I Am Dick or something like that. Or No clue. I, 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 that may not be the name of it, but it's something like that. Dick is in the name. Um, and so I was slightly hungover and we were, there's like one little like hip grocery store in the town and we were going there so I could get some Advil and some water and shit because we were about to drive to Albuquerque and I get altitude sickness and the altitude, Marfa is surprisingly at like 5,000 feet or something, mm-hmm. even though it's flat. But then Albuquerque was at like 6,000 and Santa Fe was at like 8,000. Yeah. Um, so I was getting prepped for all that. Plenty of fluids and whatnot. And I was crossing the street in this car. Like, had to slam on the brakes because I didn't see the car. And then the driver went like this at me and mm-hmm. I looked and it was Kevin Bacon. <laughs> so he <laughs> basically he almost ran over me. Oh. And then when we got in the store. There was the cashier. It was a pretty small store. Cashier, me, and Kevin Bacon were the only people in the store. (laughs) And then Jonathan, who was waiting in the car, he was like, fuck it, I'm not waiting in the car. I'm coming in. Kevin Bacon's in there. (laughs) So he came in, and then it was the cashier, me, Jonathan, and Kevin Bacon. We didn't say anything to him, but, you know, we, you know, we. I'd, I would say, uh, you know, I might could play six degrees of separation now. Yeah. And throw yeah. my name in there because I've damn near rubbed elbows with the Baconator. And he almost ran you over. He so almost, I think you definitely he almost ran me over. I'm, a, I'm about to walk out of this interview. <laughs> <laughs> On the any horizon. Any exciting projects? Yeah. Are you, do um, you have any jobs coming up that you're like? I do. This? I'm going to Florida next week for a client. I can't talk about it, but yeah. uh, it should be. Really, really cool. Cool, nice. Do you? This is kind of a a big question that can be as deep as you make it. Have you found? Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Have you found the meaning of life? Yes. Let me tell you. Okay. (laughs) So, once again, uh, this is uh, this is hard to talk about, but this is Wizzy Frizzles bringing you. Hard-hitting answers. Um, no, go on with your question. I'm sorry. I feel like oh. any time that you make a, a career out of something creative, it's kind of a, a tough line to toe. Have you found a balance of doing stuff professionally and also creatively fulfilling? Or is there a merge of the two? Or are they separate? For the most part, I I 
the lines are blurred for me for yeah. the most part. Um, like I try to be as creative as possible when I'm shooting anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't really see like occasionally I'll have a client that's like, you know, like this is client work and like, I'm never going to put this on my website. Yeah. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm doing this just cause I got to survive. But I love when I have a client who's like, do you? And I have that complete creative freedom. And, you know, oftentimes that's the case. But even still, like, uh, you know, I have a camera on me most times, especially if I'm doing anything out of the ordinary. Mm -hmm. You, I recently saw that you were shooting with Sarah Hagel. So Alabama Public Television has a new show called Monograph. Their little, uh, it's run by uh, Lisa Cordes is the producer of it. And Kelsey Harrison is the, uh, I guess, I guess she's the director. I'm not really sure. Um, but the two of them are running <laughs> that show. Um, I figured I why not. You I know I started to, and then I was like, fuck it. Let's just <laughs> let's do this. Uh, I'm cha- that was my channeling of Ballard Jones. That's good. Um, we all need to channel. I him saw sometimes. him right before this. He's like, "Oh, I've done one of those." I'm like, "Oh, cool. I've never listened to it." Um, <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, "Cool." <laughs> he talked about you. He referenced. He you. mentioned that. Yeah. Um, yes, you should go back and listen. I am. I am. And so this is me referencing him mm, <laughs> to make it like full Inception. circle. Oh. Have you ever seen the butterfly? I have. Yeah. I've never seen it, but uh, um, it wasn't great. It seems like this would be something along those lines. Beller Jones. <laughs> <laughs> I may have had too many. <laughs> um, anyway, what were we talking about? Um, I went before I went on the Beller Jones thing. Oh yeah, monograph. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, monograph. Uh, so I'd shot some still. So they are doing really cool shit and. Um, I recommend you all watch them. It's monograph.tv. Check it out. But uh, we did a... The first episode I worked on them with uh, was in North Alabama. Uh, This really amazing artist, writer, choreographer, all-around talented motherfucker named Brantes Purnell. Um, If you follow me on Instagram, which is at Wes Fraser, W-E-S-F-R-A-Z-E-R, I posted a photo of him today. Um, that I shot from that. And so that was the first thing I did with them. And then Sarah, ha- the Sarah Hagel piece, I actually was, ca- uh, I was the B camera on that one. So nice. Kelsey is a camera and she said she, she directed me. So, um, she's a really amazing, talented filmmaker. Check her out. You should have her on the show. You should have Lisa Cordes on the show too. Um, she's a badass too. Um, but, uh, yeah, so that's the thing I'm working on with them. Nice. I've worked on two episodes. They've done several more. Um, but check them out. They're doing really cool stuff. Awesome. And they're short. They're only like 10 minutes long oh, an episode. That's amazing. Very cool stuff. Yeah. That's rad. Some of the cool stuff coming from Alabama Public Television. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Not Arthur. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The thing is, the, all the people that work at APD are badass, and mm. they're all yeah. fighting the good fight. And right. yeah. You want to hear something about my homeschool life? 
I would love to hear something about your homeschool life. I wasn't allowed to watch Arthur because DW was a brat. Oh, boy, do I have an episode for you. <laughs> <laughs> we can't watch it in Alabama, but... <laughs> Actually, there's a church showing it. Uh, really? Some Like a super liberal church here. Is it the Presbyterian? Pro- that's my guess, but yeah. I, I don't remember. But um, it made national news that the church is showing it. Like Time ran an article about it. And rad. All mm-hmm. kinds of rad stuff. So this church is getting a lot of rad publicity. Nice. Cool. Yeah, I do like to fly fish. I'm glad you asked. <laughs> um, I do that a lot. <laughs> I'm really into uh, cleaning up the rivers, too. Oh, yeah. No, actually, let's talk about that. (laughs) (laughs) Now that we brought it up. (laughs) I was just responding to your question. It's great. It's exactly what you should do on this journey podcast. Fly fishing? (laughs) Yes. You may know a guy. um, His name is Jakob Karnels. Recently on one of our episodes. Oh, wowzers. So, here's how it started. Uh, I'd always wanted to learn how to fly fish. I'm a... I I think in a previous life, I... You know how people that uh, grow up near water, like, even if they leave, they always come back Mm because they're like, I can't not be near water. I don't believe in previous lives. I don't really think, but for sake of argument, I had to have been one of those kids because I fucking love the water. And so I basically, uh, you know, when it gets hot, I'm at the river all the time. Mm-hmm. And I ran into this guy one time, maybe five years ago, four or five years ago, This, who's now a buddy of mine. I uh, met him at the river. His name's Peyton Roberts. He was out there fly fishing. I was like, man, I've always wanted to learn how to do that. And he's like, here's my number. I'll gladly teach you. And then cool. three years later, I never called him. <laughs> um, but uh, Jake... Uh, ended up, I was out at the river with Jake and he showed me how to do it and I'm hooked. Nice. Pun intended. You, you also have a, an Instagram account for that. Do you want to plug that? Oh yeah. It's touched by an angler. Touched period by period and period angler. Angler. Mm-hmm. Touched by an angler. Casey didn't get it. Touched by an angler. No, I fucking love it. It's so fun. Um, y'all should join in. But more importantly, y'all should come to the Big Cahaba cleanup. All of yes. you people. Uh, it was supposed to be this Saturday, but oh. uh, the weather's gonna. Uh, they canceled it. So perfect. Um, I'm moving my personal Big Cahaba cleanup to the 22nd of June. Okay. Big Cahaba cleanup. Come out there 11 a.m. Saturday. June twenty second. This Saturday, we're gonna clean up a lot of trash, and then I'm bringing a lot of beer for free. Nice. So if you come help, you get free beer. I love it. I love free beer. I was gonna be out of town this weekend. And I was bummed. Oh, you should also follow my bar's Instagram at Mom's Beham. M O M S B H A M. Some solid content there. Thank True. you. You're welcome. It's a good one. Um, I don't know if you know this about me, but I'm kind of into promoting things. What else do you want to promote? Yeah. This is where you plug stuff. What's your personal Instagram? Uh, At Wes Fraser, at W-E-S-F-R-A-Z-E-R. Nice. Website? (laughs) W-E-S-F-R-A-Z-E-R dot O-R-G. That's a good story. Here's a good story. Yeah. Uh, So when you own a domain and you pay for it five years at a time, 
be aware that your credit card may expire in that five years. Mm. And if it does, uh, up for grabs. Yeah. And so some guy from Bulgaria bought dot com. No. When my credit card expired and tried to sell it back to me for like $5,000. And I was like, good luck selling that one, asshole. Keep it. I'll get dot org. And so I bought dot org for like 15 years. Nice. That's the reason I'm a dot org. Nice. That's the only reason I'm a dot org. Stickers. I've got them. (laughs) Put them places. They're around. Everywhere. I've only put up like 3,000 of them at least. <laughs> in, it's been seven years now since I made wow. that damn thing. Thank you. You're welcome. Well, thank you. Wizzy, thanks for coming on. Everybody go to Moms. Yeah. Yes, please come to Moms. We do karaoke every Thursday mm-hmm. at That's 9 p.m. We do uh, trivia. trivia at 8 p.m. every Monday. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, we do all kinds of fun stuff. Wizzy Frizzles. Quit interrupting. Um, Tons yeah. of games. It's a fun place. Fun place. Yeah. We have a photo booth, pinball machines, pool color. table. Is it still color? Photo booth? It, the photo booth is still color right now. That's awesome. Limited and it's a limited only. time only. So once it's done, it's done. Whoa. Hopefully it's still color uh, in two Speaking weeks. of the photo booth at Mom's, there is a monograph episode about Brie and her photo booth because she owns the one at Saturn oh, cool. also. Yeah. It's really cool. So you get to see the, the inner workings of the photo booth. Who knew? Oh, my favorite restaurants in Birmingham. I'm glad you okay. asked. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please. Trotteria is uh, okay. my favorite restaurant in Birmingham. Agreed. It's I'm, looking. I missed, I missed the fucking shit out of it. It needs to reopen. Agreed. So Trotteria, your favorite restaurant? Uh, and then the Los Dos Hermanos taco truck. Oh. Uh, specifically the Homewood branch. Oh, the one down here is good too. I, I mean, it is. It's the same shit. Just uh, yeah. Jaime, uh, so it's owned by two brothers. Um, Jaime, who runs the uh, one in West Homewood, he's just way nicer. Mm. And I've been going to it for since like 2008. Yeah. And so he and I are like, I actually went there today for lunch. Really? Um, he was like, he was like, Wes, where the hell have you been? <laughs> and I was like, man, I just don't ever come to this end of town anymore. So, yeah. He was sad. He was. I gave him a mom sticker because he didn't know I had a bar now. And I was like, oh, come, come come, to the bar. I'll buy you some beers. And nice. he said he would. Nice. I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah. This might be controversial. Oh, my God. Favorite beers from local breweries. Ooh, that's a good question, Josh. <laughs> Thanks, Wizzy. <laughs> Damn. Bringing the heavy hitters. I, 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 I think I can answer that. Okay. okay. Take your time. Here, in no particular order... Are the favorite beers of Wizzy Frizzles from local Birmingham breweries <laughs> from Trim Tab, mm-hmm. hands down the 205. Okay, uh, it's a phenomenal pale ale. Uh, I I love that beer. That's True story. One. From Ghost Train, man, it's hard to beat the craft lager. That mm. beer is yeah. That beer is a fantastic. Uh, just simple American as fuck beer. Mm-hmm. Um, from good people, I gotta go. God, this is tough. Uh, probably Muchacho. Mm. Um, Me- Pacifico is one of my favorite beers of all time. Yeah, and uh, 
Good People was the first to come anywhere near nailing the Mexican lager style. But then Muchacha, uh, their IPA is great too. Mm-hmm. And from, I can, I can only speak to what I've had. Okay. Uh, Cahaba, I think I like the Oka Uba uh, IPA mm-hmm. is my favorite of theirs. Yeah. Do you count Avondale as part of, part yeah, of we'll Good go People? Avondale, Avondale um, you know, new Avondale since Good People's taken over it. Uh, Battlefield IPA is my favorite of theirs. Mm-hmm. And I've never, I've not had District brewing's beer me either so i can't it's answer that really? um yeah. what else is there red hills never red had hills gone. is gone. gone oh really they closed <laughs> god <laughs> you're so good at questions yeah i am in the birmingham dart league um, <laughs> you're really good how do you know all this about me you too can be in the birmingham dart league by uh i think uh, it's birminghamdarts.com or something along those lines. You can Google it. The new season is coming up, so put a team together. Okay. Um, yeah, it's fun as shit. It doesn't like contradict with like trivia or karaoke. No, does it? no, it's Tuesday nights. Perfect. Oh, perfect. And so each team has a home bar. My okay. team's home bar is obviously Mom's. Forty uh, First Street Pub Aircraft Sales. Uh, they need a they need a team. Because we used to play there before Mom's opened, mm. um, so they need a team huh. to be. Uh, so check it out, Birmingham Darts. Nice. Okay. So if you like to throw darts, I'll I'll be honest. Okay. <laughs> I like to. I love to throw darts. Yeah. Theater major. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can tell. <laughs> can tell? I see it now. For a year whole <laughs> without any no theater class. classes. <laughs> Ironically, I didn't take a theater class until my senior year, way after I'd switched to art. That's I took one true theater irony. Class. Is there anything else you want to plug or talk no. about? <laughs> Are you sure? May. <laughs> Does that sound like what I hope it sounded like? No. <laughs> it won't. <laughs> I can hopefully help you out some. Just say no, and then he can do it for you. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> here. <laughs> and then I can. No. Perfect. Now maybe. May. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I don't know where to go. I hope go. this is y'all's favorite interview. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Yes. <laughs> Wizzy Frizzles. That's him. <laughs> Holy fuck. Bro, thank you so much for having me on. Nine new followers already yeah. since mentioning Instagram. Wow. And that was, I mean, we just mentioned it a few minutes ago. Yeah. Holy shit, Moms has 14 new followers. <laughs> you incredible. guys are you guys are great. We have yeah. some good devoted listeners. Thank you so much. Thanks, thanks, yeah, Wizzy, thanks for, for coming, coming really, on. We really appreciate you being here. It's been a lot of fun. Wizzy Frizzles. Ain't got time for this shit. I'm out of here, y'all. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> this is a mistake. I've been shooting Bobax Pama now for five years, I think, mm-hmm. and he still calls me photographer. <laughs> <laughs> he, <laughs> a close relationship. Uh, we are... <laughs> He he could he could easily say I mean I don't know you super well, um, and he would be uh, correct. He doesn't even know my name. <laughs>